Welcome to a new episode of Attack the Rain podcast. Um, as you already know, my name is Mari, aka Shamia Dove. And to my left, Lucille, aka Lucille Spreewell, aka Lucille from Hell, aka your mom's new boyfriend, aka JFK47, aka you see me but I don't see you though. Um, big shout out to um, C-Reezy. I think he goes by C-Reezy. Who decorated our new um, artwork and everything? He it was it was like a very short process. He was very on point with everything that I requested. Um, we didn't necessarily think Lucelle was gonna be hella small. Yeah, man, appreciate you <laughs> making my forearms look so immaculate, dog. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. That nigga made him hella small. Um, I mean, he's not too far off. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's be real with it. That shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, he literally did it in a day and he was just really humble and really like, you know, cool about it. Look out for like holiday specials that we can do with that nigga. Um, different things like that. So go and support the man. His name is C Reezy. If you have Tumblr, his name is Boy of Zoot um on Tumblr. Um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Um Let's start off with the the uh Super Bowl. So the Eagles and the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Don't care. Nobody really cares. Um, I was at work. We were all watching it. And it was just like, well, you know, uh, for a moment we thought that it might be different. Uh, might be at least a bit interesting enough to watch. But unfortunately, it was Eagles and Patriots. Um, so the question is, are we watching the Super Bowl this year? And if so, what are we watching for? Of course we're watching the Super Bowl because there's nothing to watch. Um, and I'm watching solely to see. I already know the answer. I already know they're not gonna let Janet Jackson back up there. But there's a chance. How do you know? They're not letting that black woman back up there. I, there's a high chance that she's not gonna be on there. But um, not too long ago, she was like meeting up with these different girls. She was meeting up with Tiana Taylor. She was meeting up with Sierra. And like everybody was saying, like, Bitch. white America is not forgiving Janet Jackson. They're not forgiving. They don't. We're talking about. First off, Michael and X don't even have a fucking day. That's very true. So why the fuck are they gonna let her back when she, when she popped the titty? True. I I mean I feel like. And we be real. The only reason Timberlake got back on there is because that nigga just dropped a country album. Well, the reason that and also. They love fucking Justin Timberlake. Nah, they was not fucking with Justin Timberlake. They were fucking with Justin when Timberlake. that nigga was with Timberland and Pharrell, they was not feeling that nigga. They was fucking with him. He was like, oh, this is our... The thing about white people is that they love when white pop stars are able to do black shit and not be black. Too I'm black. Ta- I'm it's talking like, about the titty. Once the titty fell out the bra, nobody was fucking with Timberlake on that level. I mean, they was fucking with the nigga. I'm talking about Super Bowl. What, what major performances? When he, after that, how, how many times did we see him? If it was not in the movie, I mean, direct, directly after that, no. Exactly. Um, and but, now the nigga dropped a, a country album, and all of a sudden that nigga making songs about rivers and shit, and now he's back. I mean, he's coincidence. Nobody's nah. really listening to that, so I feel like he's gonna do a lot of his old music anyway. So yeah, I do feel that way. I feel like he's gonna do a lot of his. The bottom line is though, 
Bruno Mars, Coldplay, and Beyonce had the best Super Bowl performance of all fucking time. I, and I, Prince, and Prince's so fucking Super Bowl performance was on point. That nigga was singing Purple Rain and it started to fucking rain. Like, that shit was amazing. But Listen, Bruno Mars, until Beyonce, y'all get R. Kelly, Coldplay. Until no, y'all get R. Kelly, no. I don't care. First of all, we don't condone R. Kelly. What? We don't condone. Listen. We don't condone hey, niggas. You know what? You know what? Nah, this is a no, good no no, 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 no. This is a good conversation piece. No, this isn't this a conversation. is a great conversation piece. <laughs> y'all going y'all going to tear me up. Y'all going to probably get rid of this podcast off your phone. But fuck it, all right? I like the music. I don't like that nigga's actions. I don't condone none of that nigga's actions, but I'm not going to act like that nigga didn't create I believe I can fly. I'm not going to act like that's not top five songs ever made. And I'm not going to act like that nigga didn't turn the national anthem into an R&B bop. But every other song... Is fire. Every other song is, is very fire. sexual. And with, given his history of fucking with young girls, it's just... It's Point. Just, it's just physically uncomfortable. Okay. And I think for the people who... I can rock with that. Yeah. But and that I national anthem the- <laughs> in 2001... I forgot who was fighting. It was a uh, uh, it was a, a title boxing. fight. It was a boxing <laughs> was fight, a boxing and that match. nigga had five dancers doing the dance in the name of love, and he yeah. literally turned the national anthem into an R and B bop. Niggas, see this is this is he the, should go to this jail. Is, this is the listen, epitome of that Boondocks episode. R Kelly should this go is, to. I'm, is, listen, <laughs> R Kelly should go to jail. Yes, he should serve his time, but he should die in that bitch. I don't give a fuck. Okay, but we still gonna respect that moment. Niggas talk about the national anthem. Da, da, da. All right, I bet you if R. Kelly sing that shit, ain't nobody gonna complain. Ain't nobody taking the knee if yeah. R. Kelly sing the national anthem. That's because niggas condone other fuck boy ass niggas. No, it's because it's hot fire. That's he can sing from jail. He can sing from jail. Roscoe P. Colchain dropped the album from jail. Nigga, he, hey, free Roscoe hey, P. Colchain. After he sing in jail, niggas need to to handle that. Whatever, man. Free Roscoe P. Coach. Hey, all my niggas uh, locked up at San Quentin in, in fucking Santa Rita jail. If R. Kelly come through that shit, just get that nigga real quick. Um, What was I finna say? Uh, so, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely is it that the Eagles pull up? Say? I really don't care. Like I'm, I've, I've literally just bypassed this whole I'm literally replaying the R. Kelly performance. In my head. First of all, um, what was I gonna say? I'm I'm gonna be watching for the commercials. I really enjoy the commercials. Last year, um, yeah, they haven't been that good, but I really fuck with the commercials. Damn, you're right. I am gonna watch for the commercials. Yeah, yeah nigga. Right. And also, I want the Eagles to win. It, there is probably no chance that they do, but in the chance, like the event that they these motherfuckers win. Philadelphia is finna go off and I'm gonna live through them motherfuckers because I'm not a Raider fan, but I know how Raider fans get down. I know how Oakland get down. And what I saw the other night as far as Philadelphia, not the lighting shit on fire because we don't do shit like that, but like just being hella hype, like that shit is hella raw and them just putting off in a city because ain't no motherfucker gonna do that for Philadelphia, especially not the Eagles. Like that shit was raw. So I hope that they win just for that. Um, I feel like they're going to turn up regardless if they win or lose, which is going to be raw still. Man, nah, them niggas are going to be depressed if they lose. Hey, free Meek Mill. <laughs> next, um, next question. So, next we're going to get into basketball, which is the greatest sport in the world. Um, we're going to talk about big baller brands. So, right now, LaMelo and LiAngelo are overseas 
playing for Euro team. Um, their dad is overseas with them. Uh, what do we see? Uh, how do we see them prospering overseas? Like, what is their future? They're not. There's no future. They're gonna come back real soon. Well, what do you mean by that? Because okay, for the, the for the people that don't know, there is two separate cases of the big baller brand, whatever the case may be. There's the big baller invitational, where basically there's Lamelo and Angelo playing against uh, Lithuania people, Lithuania athletes that are their age, so from the 17 to 20 year old mark. Then those are the those are the highlights when we see them dropping sixty points and doing their thing. Then when they play people of the uh, professional caliber, that's when they get no PT and they score like zero points. So with that being said, there's only so many times that they're gonna have these invitationals with the big baller brand thing. Um, so yeah, and then eventually they're just gonna get tired of that shit, dog. You can't go from you can't go from having a Lambo. You know what I'm saying? And having a basketball court in your backyard to living in a, a place where there's little English. I'm No offense to Lithuania. I don't know y'all people. You know what I'm saying? There's no bad Lithuanian bitches that I've known in my lifetime. I mean, got lit. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. I don't know any bad Lithuanian hoes. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it's not like they're it's not like they going to buy a house. So they got to stay in a hotel for up to, what, Four or five months, that's going to get tiring very, very soon. Very soon. Their food is different. The way they speak is different. Everything everything over there is different, dog. Like, this motherfucker living on a mountain. So what do we think, aside from exposure, do we feel like... I mean, do you feel like LeVar was doing that, you know, was taking them over there to help groom them as, you know, get prepared for them to be in the league, or was he just doing it to tease the the uh, NCAA basketball teams? Like, you know, this is the power that I have. I can shift, you know, the direction where these high, high school athletes don't have to co- go straight to college. They can see a future overseas. Or what? How do you think? No, what he's trying to do, from my perspective, is that he's just trying to all all Lavar Ball is trying to do is showcase his sons. At the end of the day, that's all he does, and wants to showcase. Once they're not showcased the correct way, he puts matters in his own hands. So at the end of the day, at Chino Hills, them scoring 90 points and them always having the ball in their hand and they're always starting, that showcases their son. UCLA showcases his son. Lakers, when, you benching my, when you're benching Lonzo, you're not showcasing my son. So it's all about showcasing his boys because he trains his boys. He knows the talent that his boys has. He may be a little overconfident because there are his children, but all he is trying to do is just give them the actual platform. He's just trying to give them the stage no matter what it is. Now, whether they do their thing on the stage, it's up to them. But that's, that's really what his job is supposed to be. His job really is he's he is the manager like like a a rap star manager. He's supposed to set up the show, you know what I'm saying? He gets the deposit, you show up, you perform, you know what I'm saying? Whether you get the record deal or not after that is on you, but the manager's going to keep giving you artist showcase and different spotlights and different stages to perform on. And that's all he's doing with this Lithuania shit. He couldn't do it in the UCLA cuz what's his name uh was suspended indefinitely. So he had to go somewhere else. And if he went to any other college, if it was, I mean, he could have went to like one of these small ass schools and probably got some playing time, but it wouldn't, they wouldn't have been on ESPN. They wouldn't have got no, no shine like that. So his only choice was to go out of the country. Should he gone all the way to fucking Lithuania? I don't know. But hey, depending on the offers he had and depending on the power structure, we don't know the contracts. We, mm-hmm. we know 
how much they're supposed to get paid or how average how they average um athlete over there gets paid but i'm watching fucking leangelo and lamello on the court and there's a big baller logo on the court so mm-hmm. we don't know what type of shit which they is got fire going. by the way that it's shit look fire. hella raw that shit is raw um so we don't know what they got going on but i think i don't think it's gonna last much because eventually all these stories about him them getting the the 50 points to 60 points eventually by the time we get used to it, we're going to go deep into it. It's kind of like D-leaguers. Like, you got Jimmy Fredette. He's scoring 60 in China and all this extra shit. And then then once he does that so many times, they start talking about his actual Chinese competition. They're like, oh, yeah. Uh, he went over there in China and dropped 30. He dropped No, he went in China and dropped 60. And then he got signed to Chicago. And then he just got, like, no points. Mm-hmm. So it's going. That's they're going to start flipping the narrative right now. Um, I just think, you know, to close it out, that whole topic, I feel like it's cool that um, they're able to be overseas and be seen. Like, a lot of players, even, like, players that weren't signed in the NBA that had to go overseas to continue to play ball, you never get to see any kind of televised game. And mm-hmm. if you do, you have to seek that shit out. Mm-hmm. This nigga has, is, is making sure that, that you can see his son's playing. You don't, you don't just hear, like, yeah, oh, Lamelo. It was a struggle, because when Tracy McGrady, he signed to China before he came to the Spurs, I definitely was looking for those streams. Yeah. And it was a difficult process. Yeah. That shit was hard as fuck. Like, we hear Stefan Marbury is fucking, what, China's He's Kobe China's Bryant, LeBron. Yeah, yeah, he's China's LeBron, And niggas bro. don't really know. You yeah. know what I mean? They don't because, understand. Right, bro. because we can't really see it. You mm-hmm. feel me? Um. But it's it's good to see. Even if the highlights we see are Leangelo dunking on on fucking Lithuanian athletes who probably don't even know how to dunk or some shit, it's still raw to see. It's still raw. Hey, yo, big shouts out to Stefan Marbury, dog. You changed the game. You came out with Starberries. I remember I had tried out for the fucking high. What was a high school? Yeah, I tried out for a high school basketball team. A nigga didn't have no shoes. You know what I'm saying? You came through clutch at the the white and baby blue combination. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then when the N1 Street Ball Tour came in town, I had Hot Sauce on my shit. They still oh, in the... I didn't know that. I have a... Hot Sauce was my favorite. I have a full-ass... Por- I have a poster of everybody. Nigga. Silk, AO, R- I got Escalade's signature, RP Escalade. I got everybody. Oh, I, I love still... Hot Sauce. I... What you... Hot Sauce, like, we've met... Well, you haven't met. I met Hot Sauce a billion times. You Bro. know you're from here. I did not know that. He's from me. I didn't like, know that. He'd be outside all the time. Oh, okay. Well, shit. You can go outside and Let see him at Linux right get now. Motherfucking autograph. That's raw. Um, shout out to N One. Bring that shout shit back and make it be raw. I know shout we... out to main event. Shout out to Five uh, O. <laughs> shout out to Ao. Shout out to Silk. Shout out to motherfucking Air up there. What was that nigga Baby Shack or some shit? Yeah, Baby Shack. Yeah, Baby Shack. Shout out Skip to my Lou. Shout out Skip to my Lou. Yeah, shout out them niggas. Um, shout out to Am One in Oakland and that shit getting shot up all the time to where they couldn't do it out there no more. Um, that niggas wild. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, That's niggas getting embarrassed. Like you not finna bounce the ball off my head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that shit. I, you know, you just put a group of niggas from Oakland. niggas used to shoot up Lil Wayne concerts every time he came to Oakland. It's just you know, especially because most of the tournaments were like. Any they just be shit. shooting in the air, or they just be shooting. Who knows? Like, they just get into it. You know, I'm like, how, Oakland niggas rarely shoot. You feel th- me? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, who? How, like, 
who are y'all shooting? Like they like they'll get into it or oh I, I heard so and so them niggas is is there. You know what I mean? I'm about to go pull up. You know shit like that. Niggas nah. niggas pick the wrong times to handle their business. See, that's um, the thing, man. We, we we from the south, dog. The pastor got a got a a, a shotgun. The cash register person got an AR. Cashier. Whatever the fuck. They strapped up. Everybody strapped up. We don't do that extra shit. Niggas shooting. We really shooting. Yeah. But fuck the violence, man. Um. So LeBron this past Tuesday made it to thirty thousand points. Congratulations to LeBron. Um. It was a big deal. Um. Everybody knew he was approaching that thirty thousand mark. Um. He went on Instagram and posted a a picture of himself and basically congratulated himself because he knew he was gonna hit that mark that night. Um, oh, and big shouts out to everybody who thought that was narcissistic. You ain't never been successful in life. You know, it was not narcissistic at all. Um, somebody did make a point, and I feel like it was a necessary point, but still a point to be made that, no, they were saying, like, um, if KD did some shit like this, niggas would be been, like, lost their mind. And I feel like given KD's history, then I can see... I can definitely see people being upset about it, but honestly, that is the truth. Like they are nowhere near the same caliber of a player in my mind. KD is a rawest player, but I don't put him in the same category as LeBron. But at the same time, when it comes to to doing shit where you just patting yourself on the back, niggas. When it comes to if KD was to do some shit like that, niggas would lose their fucking mind. The difference is, is that KD just been great for within the last two, three years. True, and, He's and been LeBron. Good. That's what I'm saying. I don't put them in the same category. No, I'm just saying for everybody who said that, you know, what I'm saying you're talking about LeBron has been great. Let's let's be clear. He's been amazing. He's been legendary status since the nigga was 20 years old. Before he could drink alcohol, the nigga's been a legend. Right. The nigga got that nigga took Zidonis Ogalskis to the finals. I feel like you bring that up all the time. Because that was the worst team big. ever. There is no like that was okay, so even even when Allen Iverson went to the finals, right? That team wasn't that bad. You still had the Kane Matumbo. Yeah. And they had they were good defensively. You know what I'm saying? Aaron McKay, y'all had y'all had it was good defense. The Cavs were garbage. They were absolute garbage. The fact that they got to the NBA Finals is out of this world. Yeah. And for him to be that young, what was that, his second, third year in the league? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, he came in at a, at a young age. He surpassed Kobe. Both niggas came out um, straight from high school into the league. Um, so it is a very big deal. Um, and he, he surpassed Kobe in like by like two years or some shit, like, He's been he surpassed on Kobe his first game because at the end of the day, Kobe, he didn't start being five, six years, seven years into his career. That nigga was arguing with Eddie Jones because Eddie Jones was that nigga when yeah. he came in the league. I mean, um, it was definitely different dynamics. Even with, uh, I don't know, even with Allen Iverson and the whole team uh, back then, mm-hmm. um, they were facing a really strong fucking Laker team. They, mm-hmm. they were facing Shaq and Kobe. Shaq, Kobe, Rick Fox, yeah. Eric Fisher. Probably one of the craziest starting fives, right. if, if statistically. Right. And, you know, so that was a big deal. Whereas LeBron, I don't know, who who did he beat that year? Oh, that year to get to the finals? Yeah. I can't even was remember. Was it fucking Pistons or some shit? No. What year was that? Um, I want to say it was like, oh, um, was damn. it 07? No, that couldn't have been 07. That was like the Lakers Celtics. I don't know, but whoever I, I just feel like the the state that the East was in wasn't that hard. Like 
that back then the West was hard. It was you would no, niggas, yeah, niggas think okay, it was a, niggas think that uh, uh, my bad. I saw that was his fourth year in the league. But who did they beat? Click on it. who who did they beat? Let's see. So so Cavs. I think they beat the Wizards. Oh okay. Oh no! The previous year they went against the Wizards. Oh, uh, was it the Nets? Oh, Pistons. Pistons. They beat. Yeah, they, yeah, beat, they the beat the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. So well, yeah. Team, ain't no bitch ass squad. No, it wasn't. But they were on the tail end of like their whole, you know, run. Yeah. Um, but still, that's man. not taken away from LeBron. I'm just saying. Like, you had Sasha Popovich. I completely forgot about him. Yeah. Drew Gooden, Larry Hughes. Zadonis Legowskis against Tony Parker, Michael Finley, who was a well, he he was a beast, but he was on his tail end going down, coming Fucking from the mask. Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen, Tim Duncan, and Fabricio Alberto. Shout out to Bruce Bowen for just like rebranding himself and being on ESPN as like this clean cut bow tie wearing ass nigga when you was kicking bitches in the face on the court. I just feel like that's very interesting. Shout out to Bomani Jones for reminding him of that every time they do a podcast together. Um, but yeah, to get back to it, uh, he uh, reached 30,000 career points. And um, even though the Cavs still lost, it really didn't matter. Um, that was LeBron's yeah, right. game. Yeah. Um, and shout out to him. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how much longer LeBron stays in the league and how many more points he's able to rack up. By then, um, also speaking of the Cavs, the Cavs been going through a lot in their locker room. Um, a lot of you may have heard um, all of like the locker room shit that's been um, coming out into the media, into the news and stuff. Um, basically, surrounding Kevin Love, um, apparently a lot of players who haven't necessarily been named have been saying that Kevin Love has been faking his illnesses um, and basically not taking responsibility when he's playing shitty or something. Uh, and it's getting kind of messy. It's getting kind of dramatic. Um, I don't think it really is. I mean, it, 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 it is when it's spilling out into the media, when it's spilling out into everybody else's business and becoming everybody else's business, and that's kind of when it gets messy. Um, I mean, at this, but to 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 anybody that's paid attention within the last three years that Kevin Love has been there, they've been doing this. They've been blaming him for the longest. This isn't new. The only reason it's new now is because now they suck. They were blaming him when they were losing five, six in a row, and then they start doing good and going hot and cold, and then they get to the finals. Then nobody cared. But now that they suck and they look like they're not about to hit the finals. Now the same shit that's been going on for three years now is newsworthy. They've been blaming Kevin Love. It's not his fault. It, first off, the it's management's fault. It's Tyron Lue's fault. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It, there's no way it's Kevin Love's fault. That nigga, that don't make no damn sense. Um, I agree. I also feel like I feel like we've given Tyron Lue too many passes. And we kind of ignored the fact that he's not necessarily coaching the team. Um, niggas really have ignored that because LeBron is coaching this motherfucking team. Anybody with some sense have, has known that he's been doing this shit for a long-ass motherfucking time. So, um, as far as, like, Tyron doing his job and stepping in, I feel like 
we're getting to see how inadequate he is because LeBron's kind of taking a step back. Um, recently, Tristan Thompson was replaced, uh, replaced Jay Crowder in the fucking uh, lineup just to, to, I guess, to pacify whatever kind of problems they were having or to resolve it. I um, mean, that would they, Jay Crowder has been. I mean, yeah, but Tristan Thompson is no better. Like, but at least if you go big, at least you get some type of rim protection because they suck at defense. At least if if they can if they can figure out a way to have LeBron play the outside and play perimeter defense and have Tristan Thompson at least foul a nigga when he goes for a layup, maybe that helps their defensive rating a little bit. But Jay Crowder has been. I mean, I feel like at least Jay Crowder is able to give them some kind of offense. Um. And Tristan Thompson, at this point, is not giving them any. You can tell Tristan Thompson is not able to go along with the way, go along with the direction that the NBA is is going in. He's a very inside player. He knows how to dunk the ball real well, and he's cute on that side. But as far as him being a perimeter shooter or being able to switch it up, he's not that type of player. So these young niggas who know how to do that shit are dogging the fuck out of him. I mean, yeah, but uh, if, if, if we being real, like, Although the NBA has gone to that, the thing is that we focus so much on stars, we don't really understand that not a lot of the NBA does that. Because if you think about three-point centers, who's that? DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Mark Gasol, Kristaps uh, Porzingis, mm-hmm. and now you got Laurie Markin in from the Bulls. Who's a Ricky? Shut up. Laurie Markin in from the Bulls. Um... And that's about it. Yeah. The rest of them niggas still Clint Capella, right? Can't do shit. And Andre Drummond can't do shit. Dwight Howard can't do shit. Fucking seventy five percent of the rest of the NBA centers can't do shit. I mean, we but just focus on the stars. But yeah, true, that's that's very true. But also just being, I I don't know, being versatile, moving, um, looking like you know what the fuck you're doing on the court. Nah, the majority of the of of our bigs are actually doing that, and I feel like he looks lost a lot of the times. Um, I feel like he fucks up a lot. He's always made really dumb fouls, like you know. And Le- I feel like LeBron's too so much of a smart player where he thinks out plays and shit, or he wants things to go exactly how they write it out. That shit like that is like fucking up the flow of their their team and her, and their chemistry really. Um, but I feel like at this point you have to switch it up to see what's going to happen to see if it'll be any difference because, like you said, people they've been losing. You know what I mean? Niggas is putting a, a fucking, you know, a spotlight on them and and trying to see well what exactly is causing this this big like deficiency. What's causing it at the end of the day? Y'all got a bunch of niggas that don't mesh well. Y'all, what y'all did is that y'all tried to create a roster to pacify. LeBron James and y'all did it incorrectly. He right. needed some vets. He didn't need a bunch of injury prone ass niggas. He definitely didn't need an undersized fucking point guard. Not even that. He doesn't need a he doesn't need an undersized point guard who's trying to get a contract. Isaiah Thomas, he don't give a fuck about winning a ring. Right. That nigga's gonna go out there and try his best to put up fifty every fucking night because he needs that check. Cause he's been getting underpaid his whole career. Right. He's getting underpaid his whole career. That nigga's gonna go out there, put up fifty points. He gonna get. He gonna make niggas mad. He's gonna make a Kevin Love mad. And he's like, hey man, we not winning anyway. I'm about to sit on the sideline. Like y'all gonna blame me anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. 
Like Tristan Thompson out here lost his shit. Jay Crowder, even though he, even though in the uh, on the Celtics he was a three and D mm-hmm. uh, player, it's different on the Celtics because they were a lot spread out. There was a lot smaller players. You got Isaiah Thomas. What it was Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Crowder, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. I meant the biggest nigga on they on a team was Kelly Olynyk. Yeah. Like they 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 were he was so his spread ass out. By fucking Uber. <laughs> yeah, but but they were so spread out so right. that you have that space to shoot that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now you got a bunch of all y'all niggas is clogged up together. No, all you niggas are too old right. to even D-Lay, cut to the basket. Right. And, right, hey, we going hey, and that's another thing. We're going to stop talking about D Wade. D Wade has been playing is, amazing. He's been playing his he's consistent D Wade ness. You know. Uh, and it's it, listen. D Wade has been, but the thing is, like D Wade switched up his game when he when LeBron came to Miami Heat, and now that they're together again, he's he's back to that like consistent like role player really, uh, doing his doing his little part and getting through. But the the D Wade that kind of that prospers and that shines, that shit's not gonna come to to really playoff season. And I don't know, I don't feel like his first off D Wade and Prosper. That's never gonna come because he's old. He's injured. He but, understands I mean, the, that, so he the, has to switch his whole game. But D-Way up. used to be clutch. That's what I'm saying. Like he can do, he can make different plays. That's like, what the fuck? Like I feel like, and, and Melo has. still has those little type of those those things. Listen, in him. and D-Wade has. I've been watching D-Wade. D-Wade has been balling. Derrick Rose has been garbage. Isaiah Thomas has been garbage. Kevin Love has been playing soft. Jay Crowder has been garbage. Jr. Smith has been garbage. What's that? Five, six players. Yeah. And we haven't even got but to. But how, how many fucking... niggas in that group have been there since for the past few seasons? It's really LeBron, Jr., fucking Iman Shumpert, and uh, Kevin Love. And when you and LeBron looking around him, it's like okay, Iman. He never. I, I feel like Iman never really does shit, in my opinion. Um, I don't think they give him the opportunity to do shit because he's had when he I, does the opportunity. To trade his ass. That's because I think he at this point he wants to get traded, and at the end of the day, I feel like, all right. So this is another thing that people don't talk about. They don't talk about stocks. They don't talk about the fact that, like for instance, uh, a Kimba trade, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna let Kimba ball the fuck out, not because they're trying to win or because they're trying to do anything. They're trying to get his stock up so that they can trade him for something valuable. Same thing with Amon Shumper. Amon Shumper, you know what I'm saying? I really don't feel like. I feel like if they let him play, let him do his thing, and he gets his stock up, they're not they're not able going they're not gonna be able to trade certain assets that they want for mm-hmm. the price. You know what I'm saying? There's gonna be too much coming in. They can't, they can't afford it. First off, on their on their contract, the way all these old ass niggas making all this money, they'd have no wiggle room. Mm-hmm. So if we gotta let Amon Shumpert sit out. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're going to do. We're going to have him come off the bench and let him do defense. You know what I'm saying? Also, that relies on a lot of fucking bad coaching because if you just develop his three-point shot, he'll be nice because mm-hmm. he, he did first. Like yeah. I said, he had one when yeah. he played for the Knicks. He I don't sure give did. a fuck what none of y'all niggas said. And he slightly had one when he played for the Cavs. It came out in different spurts, but it was there. Yeah, that nigga um, was balling when he played yeah. for the Knicks. It's just recently... Either we haven't seen him or he he's just trash. We haven't seen him. Um, he's he's not trash. He's okay. their only good defender that they got. He's not trash. We at, haven't seen him. At this point, they need to try everything that works. So yeah. if you need to put the nigga in and see if that's going like, to like the match, then do that and shit. And then Tyron Lue's fucking working this weird-ass like eight-man lineup and shit. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, and then Dan Gilbert reportedly is selling the team. So it's just too much going on. It's just too much going on when the focus should be basketball. The focus should be how are we going to get to the finals and things like that. Uh, All-Star Weekend. So um, I want to talk about, first of all, the players that were voted in. And then we'll get into how they separated the teams and drafted teams. Um, So the list of players that got voted in are LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, uh, Kevin Love, Oladipo, Porzingis, John Wall, Westbrook, uh, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Embiid, Draymond, James Harden, Al Horford. Garbage. Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Garbage. Clay Thompson, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, so basically, who got snubbed? Uh, out of all of those, we did not see Lou Will did not make it. Lou Will didn't make it. Ben Paul Simmons George didn't, didn't make, make it. it. Ben Simmons didn't make it. Devin Booker didn't make it. Andre Drummond didn't make it. Who we? Who would we have? Uh, first of all, Andre Drummond and Lou Will were vocally. Uh, like that's because they've been that's because they've been first off Andre Drummond has been balling out of the fucking stratosphere the nigga makes free throws now yeah the nigga already been averaging like 16 rebounds a game for his whole career right and now the nigga can make free throws come on yeah it would have been exciting to see him um stop Lou Will has been one of we talked about this last uh, episode he just dropped 50 Lou Will just dropped 50 and and is basically saving on the Warriors and and it's saving the Clippers ass really like you know we want to talk about all the shit that went down between Clippers and Rockets and shit Lou Will is still raw and still balling like despite you know what other people say Hey, let, let's give a big shout out to Doc Rivers. I've never been a Doc Rivers fan. Never been a Doc Rivers fan, but he's like he's making these scrub ass niggas look like an actual team. True. These niggas actually ball. Uh, but continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Lou Will could have made it. Uh, Giannis. Uh, drunk. I mean Giannis. Fucking. Uh, uh, fucking Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons definitely could have made it. Um, and they could have replaced a few of these players. Um, Draymond shouldn't have made it this year. Uh, I love Draymond, and I feel like he nah, is Draymond a very no. I feel like he's a strong defensive player. But it would have been good to see like Andre Drummond replace Draymond. Um, Al Horford. I don't know why the fuck he's on there. You got to reward winning. That's I, the only reason he's there. I, I don't. I, he shouldn't have been there. Um, you got to reward. Winning. Kyle Lowry is hella boring. Get the fuck out! And of I'm here. tired of the Raptors because nobody gives I'm a fuck. I'm tired. No. Okay. Hold on. I I'll give Demar a fuck about Demar Yeah, he's been balling it. out of his brain. That this is year. it. But as soon as Demar leaves and or Kyle, decides to leave, Kyle I Lowry shouldn't crazy. have been on it. Kyle Lowry should not have been on. Shout yeah, out to DeMar DeRozan for making shout out, it. Yeah, shout out to DeMar. Um, fucking Oladipo made it, and Paul George didn't. Should have made it. No, Oladipo should have made it. And Paul George didn't. So this has been a big story, too, because it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why would we put Oladipo, Oladipo in it and not Paul George? I, I don't... See, that's my thing. I don't understand how that's a conversation. Oladipo deserved to be in there before anybody. I don't... Paul George has been balling... But for Oladipo to, first off, were we talking about Oladipo last year? 
We nah. weren't even really talking about him. We he were literally. We forgot. We forgot. Nah, he was with Thunder. Nigga, wasn't he? He was with the Thunder. And he was in the Magic before. Then he got traded to the Magic. Yeah. But I'm saying that year where uh, oh, Westbrook doesn't have anybody. Yeah. We forgot Oladipo played for the fucking Oakland. <laughs> we forgot he played with the Thunder. We yeah. forgot that he was right next to Westbrook when he was going for the, all these triple doubles. Then he went to the Magic, was quiet. Um, and then uh, he's just been balling. And the Pacers are, you know, I mean, they're in the West. So Pacers? Pacers? No, they're, they I'm not. tripping. They're in the East. They're, I'm tripping. So they probably Pacers I don't know in the East now, but they're probably in like a solid, you know. They're like a solid seven. Six. They could do something. Yeah. They definitely could do something. But for him to put the team on his back like that, because also a lot of people don't understand that the Pacers really got gutted. They got gutted. No, they really did. Like you had she, a squad with fucking like Danny Granger. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about. I'm talking about even a, a, a nice player like C.J. Miles. He plays for Toronto now. True. All you got, really, Miles Turner, who's a beast, Oladipo, and fucking um, Lance. Ellis. Lance, Monte ain't been doing shit. No, Monte played for the Bucks now. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't he play for the Bucks? No. No, he plays for them. It was the other way around. Monte don't play for the Bucks. But still, you know, I have to shout out Monte. Um, so, yeah, essentially, you have three players on here who shouldn't even fucking be here. Kevin Love. What the fuck? You get him the fuck that out of here. That nigga's been weak for so long in my opinion. Get opinion. Kevin Love like, the fuck out of here. Get Kyle Lowry the fuck out of here. And honestly, get Clay Thompson the fuck out of here. Yeah. Honestly. He wasn't really Now, Draymond him. Green, uh, I understand it's boring to see Draymond Green, but at the end of the day, if he's leading the number one team in reboundings and assists as a power forward, he deserves it. The period. thing about Draymond when it comes to something like the all-star team is he's not necessarily an entertaining p- type of player. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, when we vote these people in, we vote them because, oh, they put on for my team during a regular season motherfucking game. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the all-star. Like, you know, my nigga, don't nobody want to see no flabby-ass Kevin Love running up and down the court. You know what I mean? Don't nobody want to see that shit. Niggas want to see some shit that is is cool. Like, that. that's actually, like, exciting and entertaining. Um, I love Draymond Green, but I wouldn't have put him in there. Now, I would have put him in there over Clay Thompson. I yes, would not have uh, put yeah, Clay. I don't see how Clay Thompson Clay, made it. Clay, Clay has Thompson been has suffering. Really, he hasn't done much this year. He has too. been suffering. Um, he did shit this year. And, you know. But since he's the – no, I mean, but since they're the number one team, they – all they – if they're the number one team, they figure out a way to get at least three to four people from yeah. that team. They See, did, that happens every year. the same thing with the Wasn't Hawks. Wasn't Shannon Brown in it, like, when he was with the Lakers at some point, he got into the All-Star team? I don't think Shannon Brown's Wasn't ever been all uh, Wasn't he? I don't think so. Man, I feel I'm like, out to check I feel that like up. that nigga be dunking. I feel like I would remember if he was an uh, uh, All-Star. Okay. But, yeah, whenever there's a number one team, they always try to figure out a way to get three to four players because they did the same thing with the Hawks. Uh-huh. And that was ugly. Yeah, they used to have, like, all Hawks. They had Jeff Teig, all Harford, Paul Millsap, and Kyle Corbett. Who the fuck wanted to see Nigga, that? Don't nobody see Paul but, but that's the thing. They always reward. Shit, they um, always reward winning. Bruh, who used to play for the Nets? I love him, but nah. Um, the Nets. Johnson. Joe Johnson. Oh, Joe Johnson. And Joe Johnson raw, but nigga, he used to be an All Star game, and I used to be like, why? Like, why is he in there? Because mm. he's he's literally <laughs> just not going to do anything. Yeah. Um. So uh, after all of the players were voted in this year they decided to to split up the players uh, 
to split up the players based off of two different teams. So instead of doing East and West this year, they're going to do Team LeBron and Team Steph. And I'm guessing because the West is just too – I mean, on both sides it's really stacked, but the West is hella stacked. So it kind of would be, you know. Nah, they just – this is their way of trying to make it more interesting. It, whether it's West or East stacked up, it's not even that. It's just the fact that it's more or less – it adds a storyline. And also, we don't want to see the same niggas play together. I don't want to see Durant, Steph, Clay Thompson, and Draymond play that's, all together. That's true. I think what, that you brought up the fact that they don't—they're trying to make it more entertaining. A lot of people who who watch the All Star Game religiously, who aren't just like, "Oh, I'm just tuning in because you know this is a cool thing to watch." We know that the All Star Game is hella week. Every shit. year is hella week, nigga. Oh, hot take: the All Star Game has been garbage ever since they started wearing the same jerseys. Okay, that's a really good. When niggas used to wear their own jerseys in yeah. All All Star Game, what was the niggas last was year? playing. Last year it was when AI was when when it, when it was AI. He I remember cut off was, his braids. I remember no no no. I remember, that was after he cut off. Yeah, that was after. That's when they had the all red and all red and blue, uh-huh. and that's when it was Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and he cut off his braids. Yeah. But I, I think the last time I remember is when it was like between AI, Kevin Garnett, and they were they were going at it. Yeah, it was AI. Right. I think it was AI and Kobe. They were going at yeah. it. Yeah. And AI ended up winning the game. Yeah. So I think that was the last time the All Star game was raw. Niggas were they own person with their own jersey from their yeah. team. But um, bring that shit back, man. Um, you could tell that they're trying to put a lot of focus and get these these numbers up for the All Star game because my nigga, they have not talked about the dunk con- contest at all. When that used to be the primary focus, like every nigga used to. Ever since fucking Vince Carter. That's because nobody wants to be a part of it no more. Right. That and also, like, you know, if if that's the case, then let's let's, uh, make our numbers bigger for the All-Star game on Sunday. Um, But everybody should tune in on Saturday and really forget about Sunday. I mean, sadly, the dunk competition, nobody wants to be a part of the dunk competition anymore because you get embarrassed. And nobody wants to be a part of the three-point contest because it's the same niggas. Right. It's either Steph or Clay. That's why Steph took himself out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody probably hollered at him like, hey, uh, we need to get some more niggas. Right. Because <laughs> I'm tired of the Warriors winning it all the right. time. I'm tired of all these fucking... It's just... It's, it's, I mean, they've managed that. to switch up, you know, the whole, like, rookie sophomore thing. It's like Euro... It was like Euro versus U.S. Or yeah, overseas versus U.S. That's and, cool. But the only thing... The only problem with that is that due to... The U.S. and Europe and shit, there's a lot of people that should be in the game or that shouldn't be in the game that get in the game. Yeah. Like, there's one nigga for the Europe team. Um, I've never heard of that nigga, ever. And I watch basketball, and I did not know that nigga existed. <laughs> but he only got on there because he's foreign. Like, and I'm when I say I watch basketball, I watch the Bobcats. I watch as many games no as I humanly I still call him the podcast. I don't respect him. Um, uh, I I'm, I try to watch as much games as I human possibly can. Like, and I've never heard of this nigga. And we still don't know his name right now. <laughs> I don't not know. I just know. I like. I looked at everybody. I know him. I know him. Yeah. I know. I know everybody right. on the roster except for this one ass. I don't even know what team he plays for. Yeah, like, I don't think I ever know. I don't, I don't um. But yeah, they switched it up in different ways, made the style different, um, and uh, they should do the same for the dunk contest. Uh, try to switch it up in some kind of way uh, and make it more exciting, like they're, how they're doing for Sunday. 
So both teams were split up. Oh, Dennis Smith Jr.'s in the dunk contest is going to be entertaining. Yeah, that's going to be raw. Um, both like teams buddy. were split up. Uh, Steph and LeBron did their own draft that was untelevised, and this untelevised draft is that a really the, big deal right now. Because, for, okay, if we're doing all of this to make it entertaining, you just shot yourself in the foot, right? But what, but so did you dumb. hear why? It's a lot of it's a lot of players who would have been butthurt about it. They were trying to avoid it being drama over. Oh, but you that would have made it. It would have been made it wrong. better. Right. Westbrook, we even we even see the even without it being televised, right. we saw Westbrook. Drama, yeah. yeah, Westbrook thought he got picked last mm-hmm. because they put the orders in alphabetical uh, alphabetical order. So mm-hmm. since he's W, he's at the last. He thought he got picked First last. Of all, <laughs> Westbrook was like, "Oh, I don't even know who in the All Star team." But it was basically like his nigga uh, Paul George should have made it. He was like, I know it's me. And he just started naming everybody who was on the All-Star team. And that and makes that it shit was interesting. Funny. That makes it interesting. I want to see that. I, I want to see a, a Mad Westbrook on All-Star. First, we see Mad Westbrook Westbrook is day. always mad. He's always mad. He's always mad. So I would love to see and him during the All-Star going game. Off, and always going off. So um, the teams were, were separated. They drafted their players. And then they released it, They released uh, the list, um, the roster. So, for Team LeBron, we have LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Boogie Cousins, Anthony Davis, Durant, Kyrie, Kevin Love, Oladipo, Porzingis, John Wall, and Westbrook. That's a stacked-ass team. (laughs) That's a stacked-ass team. I don't know what he was thinking, though. You have... Both Boogie and Anthony Davis on the same team. And Kyrie and Durant. And Kyrie and Durant and Westbrook. Get out of here. What the fuck? Like, I know you had to, like, lose some bad... But, nigga, LeBron bullied the fuck out of that nigga. Um, And then on Team Stefan, we have Giannis, Jimmy Butler, DeRozan, Embiid, Draymond, Harden, Horford, Lillard... Uh, Kyle Lowry, Clay, and Carl Anthony Towns. It's just weak. Just weak. And I love, I love a lot of these players, but this is just weak. Like I'm only, I'm, I'm only watching for Embiid. I'm just letting y'all know right now. I'm watching for Embiid and Giannis being on the same team. I'm not even that. I just feel like Embiid is going to be the. I feel like he's going to be the one sole person to take it serious. Because while other people are like just. I mean, like Clay, he's not gonna take the shit serious. Kyle Lowry, he's soft. Nigga, Al Horford, hella soft. Like James Harden, he doesn't give a fuck about anything but himself. Like a lot of this shit is not gonna be like, like this team is really not gonna put anything forward. I mean, it'd be interesting to see Giannis and Draymond t- shit talking together. Like, that see, that's be the thing. I, I don't think Giannis is gonna shit talk. I mean, uh, not Giannis. Embiid and, and Draymond shit talking. Yeah, I think Embiid, that, and that's why, and and that and that's another aspect why you put Draymond out there because Draymond is going, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, that'll be entertaining. Um, but yeah, a lot of the responses have been like Steph, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck was Steph thinking? This team is finna get bulldozed. I, a few people have responded to me. Um, on Tumblr and whatnot, saying, "Well, I think Stefan's team is gonna win because this, that, and other." I'm sorry, nah, baby girl, bro. or whoever you are, yeah. it's not gonna work that way. The only way they win is if they it's come in a shootout. Yeah, but off the bench, like the only way it wins is if their bench, uh, Steph's bench, win it for them. Okay, that's the only way. Um, but yeah, that's really the lineup. It's gonna be very interesting to see. It's coming up like in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. So look out for the All Star Weekend. Um, 
if you if you don't already know, it should be like February sixteenth through the seventeenth. Shout out to all of my friends who are flying out here and shit to watch it all at one place and stuff. That's gonna be cool. Um, and last but not least, everybody has been messaging me about this. Well, just talking to different. I asked everybody, you know, what are some things that you want to hear um, in this upcoming episode? And a lot of y'all said um, we should talk about the refs um, officiating in the NBA. Well, in almost every professional sport, the major ones, NFL and NBA, has been very interesting so far. Um, the NBA has been dealing with a lot of players getting fined and getting into it with refs. Kevin Durant, um, Blake Griffin, he was teed up and he kind of said something like, oh, you're going you gonna, to uh, tee me up because you can't catch or some shit. Just a lot of like emotional type of, uh, well, arguably emotional style of officiating and it's 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 becoming to it's it's really fucking with a lot of people i feel like um as fans we want officials to be you know fair and to to officiate correctly but when it gets to a point where you're being hella emotional like fuck was that ref name joe joey crawford joey crawford yeah fuck that nigga i don't give a fuck if that nigga did all like all everything like that nigga i i remember growing up watching him like i hate him okay i hate him and whoever the fuck birthed him wow on everything because that nigga was just so fucking unfair and did the most the video of of tim duncan tim sitting duncan, on the yeah. fucking bench laughing and him getting in his face and, ten, and kicking him out of the fucking game like who does that i don't even fuck with tim duncan like that but i was still mad like what the fuck like shit like that is irritating and i feel like a lot of officials have been getting really emotional and granted you got these seven foot ass players standing in front of you running up on you and shit that's that's a reason to be upset but at the same time like you have to, you have to maintain a level of professionalism, and there has to be a line between what's like a personal dig and what's not. Like you got niggas getting cussed out by other players or shit, but we don't ding them for that. Like I know that you have to keep a level of respect to maintain to make sure that control is maintained and that you know we're not disrespecting our officials or feeling like we can run over our officials. But we also have to find ways to. Uh, regulate and and check our officials um, because it really is getting out of hand um, as far as like the the emotions behind it. It really is like, oh, you made me feel some type of way. And a lot of people, especially you know, especially myself, I don't have, I don't see how that fits into a play to rule books. I don't see how that how your personal feelings fits into uh, how you determine whether or not a play was. Of the ball goes this way or that way. You know what I mean? So, I feel like officiating needs to get better. Um, I don't see the point in finding people who have problems with officials, who who comment on on officials or, or request that they do better. That makes no fucking sense. Like, I know Kevin Durant was just recently fined for, like, making comments. Or somebody was recently fined. And it just makes no sense. Like Durant was fined at the Blake Defford. He was fine. definitely fined. And the thing is, like, we don't donate that money to charity. Like, that just goes right back into the NBA's pockets. And, you know, it just makes no sense because we're not, in turn, finding... Like, it's it's not public as to what kind of consequences refs faced for being overly emotional or for making really bad calls. Um, and if, if you make a really bad call and that fucks up my chances of winning a game, of course I'm going to be upset. And if I do say something, I shouldn't be facing consequences for that shit. 
Um, so yeah, we'll see how how that whole thing goes. Um, for the majority of like since the league's been the league, they've stayed on the side of the refs. Not just because that is a part of them, but also because you know it's a league full of niggas. Like at the end of the day, the refs help control that help keep everybody on track, make sure that the, the, the game is being played in a, a respectable manner or whatever that means. And um, so they're not going to necessarily be on the player's side, but there should be a way to find some kind of middle ground and to, you know, change up the way that our officials have been officiating as of late because um, it kind of sucks. The niggas are sucking really bad. Man, at the end of the day, man, this is a business move. Y'all niggas got to understand that at the end of the day, even though basketball is the greatest sport ever created, globally, it's not there. It's, it's been peaking, and it's starting to get a lot more attention, but we not there. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, is that, yes, we are a bunch of niggas, and yes, we shit talk, and yes, we get it in each other's faces. We all know we not going to fight, but that's not. it's not seen like that from the other side. Yeah. So they are, they're doing all of this to basically put us in check and put... Put the Durants, the LeBrons, the Blake Griffin, put them in check like, hey, play the game and shut up. Yeah. And it's not fair because right. it takes away the a, a great part of the game, which is the shit talking, the backstories and this and that. But they're doing this for business because it's not, I mean, ever since, I mean, sorry, Meta World Peace, but ever since you went in them stands, it, the game has changed, bruh. The game has changed. And the only the only reason you don't see that in other sports is because of the contact that comes with it. There nobody's getting kicked out of a football game. Unless it's super obscene. Like my, my uh old buddy for the Chiefs. Yeah. But he grabbed it. I mean, yeah, that's that's that you gotta he get kicked out of his that. hands on the ref. Not Basically. even that, but you you took you took the fucking flag and threw it like that's like me going if I'm playing basketball and nigga blows the whistle and I take the the whistle off his neck. Mm-hmm. That is damn near the same thing. Right. So for that, yeah, you gotta get kicked out. But I'm pretty sure them them football players. First off, half of the niggas is in uh, uh, in fucking concussions, so ain't no telling what the fuck they right. saying. So they probably they probably cussing out them refs. They probably saying all type of shit. Right. They probably on the defensive line before the hike. Yo, I'm gonna fuck your mom after the game. Like there's probably all type of crazy shit. But because right. it's a contact sport, and because it's not publicized, and there's no focus on the individual players, that they're able to get away with shit. NBA is the only real sport that focuses on the players. Mm-hmm. Like even even uh, soccer. Now soccer is a little bit different, but soccer because there's so much going on. Like you can't really put a mic on a nigga. Right. They're fucking running 18 miles during a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're you can't put a mic on that. But yeah, you can put a mic on LeBron when he's on the uh, sideline talking about a play or when he's dapping up the ref before the game because the focus is on the player. You got niggas that that go to games to see Steph Curry. They might not give a fuck about the Warriors. There's, or basketball in or general. Or basketball in general. Right. So when you have these these public figures, hey, fuck that. Hey, give me the fucking rebound. Right. You got you got hey, chill. You're trying to make some money. Sit well, your ass down. Think and, and proximity is everything. Yeah. So the, the proximity between yeah. between a fan and the player yeah. 
I can hear you say, well, bitch, like, mm-hmm. I can hear you. Mm-hmm. I, and, nigga, I've been in really far seats, and I've been in really close seats where you can hear the players talking on the court. Mm-hmm. So, things like the proximity is everything. Um, also, like, like... Football, you're so far removed. Fo- Soccer, you're so far removed. Completely. And, like, we... that. Them motherfuckers be yelling, but unless a ref is near where you can hear uh, them talking through their microphones or some mm-hmm. shit, is you can't necessarily pick up anything that they're saying on the on the field. That's mm-hmm. why they have hand movements and whatnot to go along with the fuck is to go along with whatever they're saying or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just think that the way that we're going is just not. I'm not saying that they should should like loosen up whatever it is that they have going on right now, but. It has to be a middle ground. Like, what is whatever is considered like emotional officiating needs to be thrown out the window, or we need to say, you know, this is finable and this is not. Expressing how you feel about getting teed up the night before should not be a fine. Saying, well, I don't really think the refs did their job should not be a fine. Like, you're you should be able to have the the space and the ability to express how you feel about officiating. Cause this is this is what determines our fucking games. Like this shit is what is like determines whether there's a win or loss. So I just I, it's just getting a little. And then the way that basketball is moving into becoming some shit that you can gamble uh, on or some mm-hmm. shit. And, like the league can take one yeah, percent. Definitely face that, nigga. Your officiating gotta be tight. Cause, cause we all know the Sacramento know. Kings should have went to the finals. <laughs> Chris Webber should have a fucking ring right now. Yeah. Chris Webber, he We all know that, that shit. That nigga's sick about that to this day. As he should. That nigga's sick about it to this day. He should be sick. Doug Christie, shout out my boy Bobby Jackson, Vladi. <laughs> they all should have had a ring, man. Come on. Even, I hate Mike Bibby, but he should have had a Why ring. Why do you hate Mike Bibby? I just never liked Mike Bibby, dog. He's I very light-skinned. never liked him. That nigga is very light-skinned. Never like, liked him. Like, we think Steph is light-skinned, Mike Bibby is hella light-skinned. I never liked him. I never liked the storyline of how, oh, we're such a better team with, without Jason Williams. I don't like how they played that yeah, up. Yeah, don't, don't play my fan. nigga like that. Wasn't you a fan of Mike Bibby. not play my nigga like that. Listen, no. now you got me mad at Mike Bibby. I don't even, I wasn't really telling you like that. No, yeah, nah. I've always had beef with Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby, if you listening, eat dick. Um, but yeah, as always, um, as always, we always like to cover different things, especially we like to cover basketball a lot. A lot of people have been asking for us to cover different, um, different subject, different sports and whatnot, but basketball is going to be our primary focus. I'm letting y'all know right now, I don't know about any other sport. I don't care about any other sport. Mari, she knows, uh, football, baseball. She knows a lot of other shit. I don't give a fuck about none of it. I don't know. You'll know say. I feel like recently, if if I was more interested in football, then I'd be talking about it because, of course, it's the fucking Super Bowl. But I'm just so turned off by it right now, and it's just not, you know, it's just not for me. Um, If baseball season was going on, we'd be talking about that shit. Well, I'd be talking about that shit, too. It's about Um, 3,000 games, dog. Yeah, but still. There's nothing to talk about in baseball. I mean, it is some interesting ass shit. What what is going on? Niggas Niggas doing steroids. Niggas chewing tobacco. That's it. No. Niggas niggas eating sunflower seeds. If you can catch a motherfucking ball barehanded that... Nigga, a pitcher can can throw a ball and get hit right back at fucking 200 miles per hour and you catch it with your bare hand? That shit is raw as fuck. Like, niggas do that probably three times a season from one team. Like, that shit raw. Fucking Buster Yeah, three Posey. out of, of 900 games. <laughs> like, what? Come on, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will, I'm letting y'all know right now. I will never 
ever watch a baseball game. Fuck with baseball. I'm slowly getting into football, but it's so boring. It's so predictable. Baseball is amazing, and going to a baseball game is a lot different than sitting down. And no, because baseball, watching. baseball is just like NASCAR. It's meant to be drunk. You're supposed to be drunk while I don't watching. I get drunk when I, when I watch a baseball game. If I, I if I if I'm in a stadium. For four plus hours, however long the fucking game decides to go on, I have to be drunk. Period. Um, shout out to all the Giants fans, SF Giants fans, who have to sit through fucking forty degree weather and thirty degree miles per hour. Yeah, and shout out wins. to Altos Tequila, because that's what I'm gonna be watching <laughs> if I ever gotta watch a stupid ass baseball game. Period. But on that subject of my hatred for baseball, we're gonna switch back over to motherfucking basketball. And it's that time of the podcast, that time of the day, night, whatever situation you're listening to this. You already know. Um, and we're going to talk about the Headband Hall of Fame. And today, we're going to talk about a guy that I admire for a very long time, since college. He's been a man. He's been a bully. He's been called a lot of great things. <laughs> um, let me get a fucking drum roll. I didn't mean literally. Oh, Okay. I mean, literally. I did it. The people that listen to, they know to give me a fucking drum roll. We're going to nominate my man, Demarcus Boogie. I'll beat your ass after the game, Cousins, to the Headband Hall of Fame. My man just had the historic ass game, 40, 20, and 10. 40, 20, and 10. I'm not even going to go into specifics. If you don't know, then you just deserve not to know. Yeah. All right? But... Demarcus Cousins, I appreciate you. Shout out to you, my guy. And um, hot take. Uh, hot take. Hot take. Um, the Pelicans are going to trade Anthony Davis. You don't think they would do it the other way around? Why would they do that? You very Yeah. I mean, Anthony who Davis. Who would have thought, though? I, I, no, but who would have thought when we put these two bigs together that they basically would be competing for a spot? I don't think I don't think it's necessarily they're competing for a spot. I think at the end of the day they're amazing together, but there's nothing around them. Mm. I mean, and I don't mean that as like they don't have good teammates. I think Drew Holiday and Rondo have been snapping, but who do you have? It's one more. I don't know who the fuck that is. Exactly. Yeah. So what they're gonna do? I'm letting y'all know right now, and then um, once this happens, y'all can tweet me at Lacelle from Hell and put hashtag Lacelle knows. Um, they're gonna trade Anthony Davis, not because. Where's he going? I don't know where he's going. Where do you they, think he should go? Where do he should? That's hard because it's, I'm not thinking about where he should go because no matter where he's going, he's going to be amazing. Hey, it's bro. about what can you get for him. And if they you could have trade, to trade Clay him. Thompson for Anthony Davis, you you're gonna need more than that. I'm, you're gonna need you're gonna need Clay Thompson and a rookie Jordan no, Bell. You're gonna need no. You're gonna need Clay Thompson, Swaggy P, Jordan Bell, and Armory Caspi. Bye. I know that's cool. I'm yeah. just saying that that's one of those deals. You can't just trade Anthony Davis. Just oh, let's just trade him for another superstar. No, True. he he's defensively crazy, offensively crazy. He's quiet. He's not he's not a headache. And he's a he is an actual cornerstone. Like if if he's one of those people where if you were to create a team tomorrow and you have one draft pick, somebody's going to get Anthony, Anthony Davis. So they're going to trade Anthony Davis. Does that mean that Demarcus Cousins is better than Anthony Davis? Not really. Yeah. Anthony Davis is a little bit better, but that little bit better helps as far as stocks 
on the trade market. Because even though DeMarcus Cousins has been balling his brain out, and although the whole, oh, he's a distraction in the locker room, he hasn't been a distraction since he went to the Pelicans, period. I don't care what nobody says. He hasn't been getting a lot of texts. He hasn't been getting dejected. He's been cooling because he's in the actual system. You go to Sacramento Kings, you're the only good player, and you have eight coaches in nine seasons. Like, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Your owner is a, no offense to um, my Middle Easterns, um, not I'm trying not to offend him because I don't know exactly where he is, well, where he's that. from. He's Italian, right? No, he's not. He's His, Indian. No, he's, Sacramento he, Kings. Sacramento Kings. He has some part of Indian in him, but I thought he, he has was Italian. no. He has Indian, and he's mixed with something else. Oh, okay. But um, I again, don't I don't even know. know if he's Indian. We just we just no. I know. I know. I know he has Indian in okay. him. I just don't know if it's Indian mixed with something else. But this guy. All the money in the world has the fucking nerve to say that Buddy Healed is the next Steph Curry. Are you fucking kidding me? While we're on the subject, fuck you, Buddy Healed. Never liked you. You will never be great. Ever. That's another hot take. You will never be nice. Period. He is Indian. I thought he was Indian and mixed with something else. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for even Indian saying Mid- American. Yeah, I'm sorry for even saying Middle Eastern. I apologize about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, Vivek, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. You know nothing about basketball. Yeah, I was just gonna say. No, you you no, but it's it's clear. Like yeah. you're you're an NBA owner. Shout out to you for making that money. Right. But you know nothing about basketball. Listen, so now it's cool to admit that. Exactly. And now you got fucking Demarcus Cousins. In an organization that understands basketball around some good, decent people, of course he's going to chill out. He's not stressed all the time. Why you think niggas? Why you think niggas be popping perks and sipping lean? They're stressed out. All right. If you put if you put a nigga in in a nice ass suburbs, I bet you there's no reason for him to smoke weed. So a lot of niggas who said they were smoking weed while fucking Red, who used to play for us, Al Harrington, say he used to every time he used to smoke, he would he have a good ass game. Hey man, it calms Steven you down. Jackson, same thing. Shit, Metal World sipping Henny in the locker room when he played for the Bulls. And that helped helped a lot of their performance. Like, you know, the fact that niggas need to medicate like that in order to get through that shit. It'd be stressful, man. It's a stress. Like, yeah, a lot of other shit on your back, too. 50 million people that are supposedly your cousin ask you for money and right. shit. Agents trying to steal your money. It's a lot going on. But white nevertheless, bitches. white women, you know what I'm bitches. saying? But shout out to. Shout out to DeMarcus Cousins. You're going to be the new face of the Pelicans. All right. They're going to trade Anthony Davis. They're going to get something healthy. They're not. No. They're going to get. Why would they trade him to the competition? That's not even smart for them. That's not smart. Not unless you're getting Durant in exchange. Now, that would would be the only thing that would be a clear cut Anthony Davis for Kevin Durant. That would be a one. That would be a one player trade. I don't even know how Durant's contract is set up to see if that's. He don't, he has two years. Oh, okay. I thought he signed for two years. I think so. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. He signed for that one. And then signed and then I think I thought he signed for a max. Yeah. No, he signed a little bit below a max so that they could sign back Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala. No, I'm not even going to find out reasons to speak that into existence. But, um, yeah, shout out Boogie. Boogie Primos. Boogie! Um... And as always, y'all, if y'all want to, if y'all have any questions or anything, y'all can send in your questions to 
our Twitters, LaSalle from Hell. Um, you can send it to shoot me a dub. Send it to shoot me a dub because I honestly don't want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> you can send it to Gmail, shoot me a dub at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, shout out to the people who do send questions or who ask us to talk about different things. Uh, one shout of the questions, out. one of the questions we have. Well, was, how many questions we got? I only picked two. Most of them were just suggestions, like, "Hey, can you talk about this?" And we talked about everything. I'm already. saying, like, but how many questions overall did we get? Because we can just fire through them hoes. Um, like I said, we talked about them already. Oh. Like, oh, what do y'all think about the refs and stuff like that? And that's, people that's just said, "But niggas just wanted it to be topics." You feel me? Oh no, um, I need actual questions. We're gonna talk about. Well, if y'all could please send in more questions, send that would be real amazing. Questions, dog. Um, real questions and and definitely shit that. That is basketball related. Yeah, like, who we'll would win in an NBA fight? Yeah, something like they that. They could be creative. Um, one of the questions, and LaSalle's gonna answer this because I honestly don't give a fuck. He probably doesn't care either. Um, do you think the Lakers are doing Luol Dang dirty? Okay, first things first. Um, I forgot Luol Dang played for the Lakers. I don't even see him on the bench. I watched Laker games and I have not seen Luol Dang. And and how the fuck are they doing him dirty by paying him all this fucking money? Luol Dang is on some weird-ass Gilbert Arenas contract. So, they're not doing him dirty. Luol Dang getting the check. He's chilling. He doesn't have to play. What? <laughs> if he... If, if I hope he got kids, because he can spend all the time in the world he with him. I don't... I, I honestly don't care. Um, yeah. I, I've it's not never, something that... I've I never been a Luol Dang fan. Even with like the Bulls. I feel like you gotta Bulls, be a real Laker no. fan to care about asking that question. And shout-out to you for actually caring about the whole Lakers roster. No, that is a good question because they can't do shit because they signed Wall Day. Like uh-huh. that, I don't think y'all because that was uh, what last year or was it last year or two years ago when they had the big ass uh, cap space bump mm-hmm. and when everybody was getting retarded ass contracts. Wall Day has one of the craziest contracts. Mm. I don't, and I don't think he's played one game. I haven't seen him at all. I have not seen him on the bench. Like it's different if you it's different if you're like a Patrick Beverly yeah. and you're sitting on the bench. I have not seen this nigga in a suit the whole season. Side note, that nigga looks like a French bulldog in the face. Who all day? Yeah. No, nah, he's just oh, Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, second question, what is our take on NBA allowing sports betting and asking for one percent, um, or in game betting and real time betting in Europe? Uh Get the money, nigga. <laughs> I'm going to be better. How do you feel like it's going to affect the game? I don't think it's going to affect the game the way that we think it is. Um, at the end of the day, man, um, I hate to be this guy, but hey, it is what it is. Shit is going to be fucked up. Whether there's betting involved, whatever the fuck, shit is going to be fucked up. It, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when people say, oh, I'm going to be vegetarian. Well, guess what? The same fucked up chemicals in your meat are on your lettuce. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So you might as well get, get your bag. You might as well figure out and learn how to bet and be and learn how to read statistics. Or try to, you know, like, get on that shit now or something. Yeah, get on that shit right now. Find you a different company to do some shit. For, for everybody who says, oh, that's going to affect officiating and that, you don't know basketball because it, it's been affecting shit. Like, yeah. Like I said, Sacramento Kings should have been in the finals, period. Yeah. Period. So, as is it going to bump it up? or No. Why? You got to think about it. Man, all right. So, y'all got to think about it like this, right? 
it's like dealing with the justice system, right? Niggas get locked up and they go into questioning and whatever the case may be. And we got this weird, we got a bunch of niggas that ain't never been through shit talking about, oh, don't stitch and da 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 da. Y'all gotta understand, y'all are dealing with somebody who interrogates per- people for a living. Do you really think you're smart enough to outwit them? Oh, well, if I say this, then that that don't that don't put it on me. Then you go to court and court literally has a whole different language, mm-hmm. like language. Lang- like, going to court is like going to Portuguese or no, going to court is like going to Brazil and not understanding Portuguese. Mm-hmm. It's completely different language. Mm-hmm. They're way smarter than you. So this whole, oh, well, if they do the betting thing, then they're going to start cheating. And nigga, do you, do you not think if they wanted to do that, they haven't already done it and, and would do it anyway. And we would never know, nigga, like shit is deep, nigga. Like for so for you to even draw that conclusion, one, you don't know basketball and two, you're dumb. I want to know how it's going to affect um, the league as far as the money that it's going to bring into the league. So. Are players going to get bigger contracts? Like, they already have these huge contracts, but how is that going to trickle down onto the players, if any? Like, if it will. Like, Listen, these contracts, I, I'm going I'm to tell you, and this is my secret. This is my secret. We have thing. players betting on themselves, I think. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's more or less like they're trying to recreate what happened. Like I said, last year or two years ago when it was all this cap space. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to recreate this cap space. I think they're trying to... Uh, create bigger contracts and create and let people know okay we have a lot of money going on over mm-hmm. here so tbs if you want to resign this contract we need bigger numbers because we're going to get the money regardless my nigga you know what i'm saying T- a-, a tnt we need we need bigger contracts yeah. when we do the finals we need bigger contracts we yeah. need more money right. and i think it's going to get to a point what i feel like i feel like what they're trying to do is recreate all that cap space and get certain people so we can have more Luol Dane conversation mm-hmm. and have more people tied down to say, hey, you signed a four-year, 56000 million contract. You got to stay here, nigga. Because this whole, even though it's very interesting as far as the player movement, it it's, it's, it's not good for business. Because now the Cavs, all that Kyrie money is gone. Mm-hmm. And if, and if Kyrie decides to go somewhere else, all that money's gone from that mm-hmm. establishment. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like even when when Le, when LeBron left, people don't understand how crazy that was. That nigga literally fucked up the economy of Ohio when he left. Yeah. <laughs> like That's literally, real. like That's real. you know what I'm saying. So when he came back, that nigga brought a lot of money, a lot of shit going on. So it's like I think they're trying to. Put these people, get more money in the system to where they can make people sit down. Yeah. Like, hey, nigga, you signed a four year, right. whatever. You got to sit the that's, fuck down. That's a really At least for two years. You got to sit down for two years. Right. No. Right. Hey, John Wall, I know you don't like playing here, but unless we trade you, sit your ass down. Right. Or in turn, we could look at it as we're providing more incentives to stay. Um, especially in these really shitty ass towns where you got to play basketball in. Exactly. Um, and that's really becoming the hardest thing. And I'm Who sure fuck a lot wants of to play for the Bobcats. Uh, for the for the Hornets. No, they're uh, the Bobcats. Uh, I feel like that's once a Mecca Okafor left, that's when I stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's what a lot of uh, owners are dealing with. Is like fuck Michael Jordan. How the fuck am I able to get people to play for my? T- Nigga, the Warriors were dealing with that for a long time. The longest. For the long time. Uh, for the longest. And, and it's like, how how am I going to appeal 
to, you know, different players to come and play for the war. You know, we can't do that now. Because if you're talking about, oh, well, you can win, nah. Right. Exactly. Nah, but if win. I can give you this big-ass contract. Yeah, you're going to sit the fuck down. Then you're going you gonna to come here. And, and aside from that, you know, rebuilding and everything, the whole brand. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't, I don't personally know a lot about contracts. But if anybody does know, they know that contracts follow players. So I, they really mm, yes. want to cut out that that whole system of I have to still be linked to this player while they're playing for a whole nother franchise. Yeah, because we're slick. We slick. Think uh, about the uh, Bobcat situation, Kimba. That's a hard situation to deal with because you're dealing with a lot of players that you can't trade. You can't trade Nicholas Batum. His mm-hmm. contract is so crazy. Mm-hmm. You can't trade Dwight Howard. His contract is crazy. You can't really do shit yeah. with. It. Like, there's nothing you can do. And I think that's what, what it's going to lead to. All this money, there's going to be people that, oh, we want to trade them. Oh, that don't make sense in our books. Right. Like, we would love to have you, but, hey, we, my nigga, we, we just can't do it. You got to sit there for a couple years. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, fuck Michael Jordan. I think that's what we got out of this whole conversation. Just <laughs> fuck, fuck Michael Jordan. Jordan. Hey, bruh. Say, bruh. Uh, the way that, that LeBron, like, communicates with... Just to close, the way that LeBron communicates with, like, the youngest and other players in the league, really, like, aside from everything else that he does to make him one of the greatest players of all time, that really, like, makes He's NBA's me. Gucci, man. He is so fucking, like, like, supportive. That's that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if when, when people, like, oh, they dislike LeBron, like, you just, honestly, I'm going to be real, dog. Like, your dad probably never loved you. You probably didn't get the toy that you wanted on that certain Christmas. You're you're just living in dismay. You just have something wrong with that your life. That type of you know what I'm saying? Because like like for instance, I'm not like when people when when everybody brings up LeBron conversation, you know, barbershop talk. Everybody want to get upset, right. whatever the case may be. And when I come with the facts, people want to make it seem like I'm a LeBron fan. First off, I'm a Knicks fan. You cut me right now. Orange and blue is spilling on the fucking floor. All right. I don't really care about LeBron like that. But you can't deny his greatness. You can't deny when somebody is that skilled and that talented and has been this dominant for so long and doesn't get hurt and hasn't been arrested. Mm-hmm. And still with his beautiful wife. Shout out to that beautiful. You saw when they was sending uh, the, the videos when he got I the points. I was like, Savannah is was so cute. fine. And their kid, they just, you, I love you. I was like, man, so I was like, I'm about to nut in somebody. You know <laughs> They I have love the you, cutest, Daddy. I was like, oh my goodness. They have the cutest fucking family, and you know, and overall, he's just like a really. St- we focus a lot on Stefan's family, and I just feel like that's cool. I'm not trying to take nothing away from Stefan and Aisha and LeBron, their kids, but LeBron's family is beautiful, yeah. and the way that you know he just puts on for his kids and for other people. Yeah, like he was the first person I saw on my timeline. Shout out Demarcus Cousins for for his stat. He shouts out DeMarcus Cousins for a stat. He shout out Stephen Curry when he got that big ass contract. Like, like, oh, you deserve that contract. Right. Like he he just He just giving out that type of love. And we he, have never seen MJ do that. We've never seen Kobe do that. Kobe's doing that recently, but nigga, if Kobe had Twitter back when he was balling, he would have been he one wouldn't have been on that bitch and he really wouldn't give up gave a fuck about shout any of it. Bro, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you tell you something about the about folks in general, dog. There's two separate people, dog. There's people that got it and people that want it. Alright? Certain when people got it, they don't have to do they don't have to do all that extra shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 
what I'm going to talk about this for? Why I'm going to play like this? Why I'm going to be angry? Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to win the game. Right. As opposed to Kobe, no offense, he wanted it. He right. wanted to take a nigga hard out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if, you know, Vanessa wasn't hitting it right. I don't know what was going on. She but, was hitting it? I don't know how Kobe liked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but whatever the case may be, like, you can just tell when somebody, when they got it. You know what I'm saying? You can tell when somebody wants it and when they try to take it. And it it's just forceful. So, like, even with Kobe, and, and even when Kobe does it, he he's very strategic when he does it. Because there's still that little bit in him that... I'm a competitor, I'm a warrior, I'm a da-da-da-da. And that's nothing to say about uh, LeBron. Like, he's not a competitor. But it's just like, nigga, I got a beautiful family. I got these rings. I got this MVP. I'm going to get another ring. I got this money. I'm chilling, bro. I'm I'm chilling. I'm not doing all that extra shit. I'm I'm not a SoundCloud rapper. I'm I'm like, I'm good. I got my Grammy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? um, Yeah. Yeah, so we definitely hit a detour from what the initial question was but thank you to everybody who sent questions um like i said before if you want to send in questions you can send them into my twitter at shoot me a dub at gmail you can dm me your questions or you can send them through our uh, gmail shoot me a dub at gmail.com um and like i said try to make them basketball friendly that would be you would get the best answers through that way but you can ask us about different sports or ask if we can check out different sports or different types of players i'll try different sports i'll I'll try my best i can't make no promises like i'll i'll just let you know right now if you ask me about a different sport i'm gonna just make up some shit maybe we'll google it on on the (laughs) Nah, During I'm, the podcast. No, I'm going to freestyle. <laughs> I'm going to make up some shit. But when I say it, it's going to sound immaculate. And you're going to think I know what I'm talking about. Um, but but yeah. don't fact check me. Thank y'all. To ever, there's no Mark as a nigga of the week. We're going to keep it positive. I honestly don't have one. Um, it will be Chris Paul over all over again in that hella week. Um, but you want to freestyle a Mark as nigga of the week? <laughs> freestyle? Um, I don't know. Mark I mean, as nigga of the week Yeah, is. Michael Jordan. Mark ass nigga of the week is Michael Jordan. Y'all niggas really trying to trade the only good player y'all have? Kimball Walker? Y'all have kept Michael Kidd Gilchrist. The the most ugliest shot. His whole career. The most ugliest shot. Hasn't done shit. The nigga literally jumps up, plays patty cake with the ball before he releases the shit. And y'all kept that nigga? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, Michael. Come on, man. Yeah. Michael Jordan. You're he making money off y'all. That's it. Michael Jordan, fuck you. All them niggas dying over your ugly ass shoes. You ain't never said shit. You look like cancer. Them, uh, your, your nasty ass yellow highlighter, highlighter eyes. You disgust me. You look like a bisexual pirate with that dumb ass earring you always wear. Oh. With them weird ass boot cut jeans you got on. You fucking, you fucking weirdo. Your wife, girlfriend, whatever the fuck, she's ugly. She look like a Honda. She's white. Fuck you. You know, I don't like Michael because he invested in private prisons. So that's what the the wave I'ma stay on. Um, no, so he- I don't like you because you ain't never said you ain't never told Scottie Pippen or Horace Grant thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Because you would have never won without them niggas. I'm tired of everybody saying. Oh, well, without Jordan, nigga, when you went to play baseball, when you got kicked out the league, you didn't retire, nigga. You got kicked out. You got kicked out the league. You played baseball because you secretly got your dad knocked off because you was betting. No, no, no. (laughs) Fuck him. Fuck him. You was making them bets and them peoples came for your ass and they got your daddy. 
They got your daddy out the game. Hot take. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm when you was over that. here swinging, swinging on bats, looking like Tim Tebow, Scotty Pippen, Bro. what? What he lost? Only three less games? Bro. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. Scotty Pippen been doing it, nigga. And, he, and when you came back and played for the Wizards, you ain't do shit. When Scotty Pippen played for the Trailblazers, they was about to go to the finals. So fuck you. This is the energy. And Horace Grant got a ring without you. This fuck is, you. This is the energy. Yeah, I really don't like that, nigga. If this I ever see that, nigga, I'm saying everything I said doubled. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This is the energy. Um. So, yeah, we appreciate y'all. Thank you again for sending in the questions. Some last-minute reminders before we wrap it up. Y'all can follow and subscribe the pod, uh, to the podcast at Attack the Rim Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever else you find your podcast. Or you listen to your podcast, rather. Um, please rate the podcast on iTunes. That is the type of feedback that I like to see. Even if you want to offer any kind of feedback through uh, email or through D- uh, Twitter DMs or whatever. That would be cool, too. Um, we'll try to take into consideration. Um, look out Come for with the heat, man. Yeah. Come with the heat. Don't be, be, don't be nice. Don't be nice. You can send your, your feedback and criticism to Atlas Cell from Hell. No, 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 no. Okay. You, no. Don't contact me on any I'm social I'm going to just say it right now. If you're rude to me, not only am I going to clown you and cuss you out, but I'm going to block you, too, and I don't give a fuck. So don't be fucking rude. Now, I'm letting you know. Listen, I like rough const- constructive criticism. I don't like rudeness. I like that shit. If you, if but, you unnecessarily disrespectful. No, nah, I'm not asking that. I'm just, But I am letting you know, like, just going forward. Don't ever contact me on social media. If it's not about money, do not contact me. I'm, I'm being, because I'm just going to delete it automatically. I'm not even going to really read it. Like, I'm going to be real. I'll be forgetting I got, uh, I'm on a podcast. I don't, I'm, this is not at the forefront of my brain. Niggas is trying to make money moves, man. I'm trying to get a warehouse next month, man. I'm not on this shit. So please do not contact me through social media unless you're trying to buy something from one of my many stores. Period. Alrighty. Um, you can also look out for new episodes every other Sunday. Um, once again, shout out to uh, C-Reezy for designing our new artwork. Shout out to C-Reezy making me look brolic. Yeah, he, he made me think... And taller. It looks like nigga. You I am five five or five six rather. It's the angle, nigga. I look so tall. My sister was like, "What the fuck?" Like, he made you hella tall, and I was like, "Yeah, nigga." Like, I. But it, a bitch is like six two in nah. in in attitude and personality. No, nah, you so really it not. Fit. So it's very it fit. So I appreciate that, nigga. If Yo, you don't, easy. If shout you out wanna, to you for making my my uh, sideburns look immaculate. You did. <laughs> You did an amazing job. Right. That's really how my I shit looks. I sent that nigga life. one picture. I was like, LaSalle, we need a picture. I sent the nigga the one picture of LaSalle. He just did it instantly. And it looks exactly like yeah. me, dog. Like, for real. Yeah. You, you snapped. So, I shout really out to the nigga. That. If you want to get a uh, commission him for anything, go ahead and follow him and find him on Tumblr. Boy very cheap. I yeah. think I think it got commission starting at fifteen dollars. Very oh, cheap. Yeah, it started very, very low, and then for us it was like thirty. So it was because we had to be real detail oriented. Yeah, I had to make sure he had my headband correct. And exactly, he worked with us. All the little details was listen. I quick appreciate too. that nigga. Very quick. Shout very out to quick. Him, um. So yeah, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that listens to the podcast. That you know still hits us up about the podcast, different episodes, and everything. Um, we appreciate y'all and. That's it. We out, bitch. We out.